sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. Welcome, folks, to another week. Yes, we are in March, the middle of March, and it is a beautiful time of the year. You know, I love March because we're heading into the summertime. We're leaving that winter, those cold weather spells behind us. We might get a bit of frost, but I'm ready for doing a bit of gardening. Yay, growing my veg. Broccoli, here we come. The king of broccoli. This week on the show... I have a wonderful lady that I spoke to or met probably in 2018 at an event in Dublin with a couple of friends of mine. And we have talked once or twice over the couple of years and I decided to reconnect with her again because what she has been doing and how she has evolved in her own life over the last couple of years is remarkable. And it is all about self-development and it's about when we talk about self-development or we talk about motivation, like motivation can't really be found outside of us. I think motivation has to be found within us and we need to find a why we need to do things. And even though you may try and, you know, motivate yourself, you also need tools to move you, your life, your business forward. Gabriella, welcome to Dublin South FM. How are you, Joe? Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited. Oh, me too. I'm excited every week. I'm excited every day. It's It's been a strange couple of years. Um, people, do you know what I've noticed about people over the last couple of years? People's faces have changed really and truly. And it's like we were in a time warp, but, and a lot of people I've noticed myself, I was doing a recording the other day and I was frowning between talking and I kind of went, Oh my God, what has happened over the last two years with me that has made me frown? Cause I'm always usually smiling. So I'm practicing my smiling at the moment, but for yourself, it's amazing the journey you have been on, you know, you're helping coaches, you're part of, you know, self-development, promoting people, helping people find the best that they can be. Sounds like a Gillette ad there, but finding people the best. So tell us why. Let's start the conversation with why. My why. Yes. So um, I, I wasn't very fortunate in life, so I had a difficult start. Uh, and uh, when I was 11, I uh, developed eating disorders and I really didn't like myself. I know what, what's, what I'm talking about right now is quite heavy, but I, even more, I hated myself and my life didn't work at all. I, I, I had horrible relationships with people. Uh, I was beating myself up constantly. I was extremely negative, but something deep inside of me wanted to be born. I wanted to bring change into my life. And I saw the light in the tunnel. I knew there is more to life. I wanted more. I, I knew that I saw people around me. And especially when I came to Ireland, 
I saw that you can live differently, that you can be happy, you can be abundant, you can be fulfilled. And I always wanted to uh, discover my why. And I wanted to discover why I didn't like myself, why I had so much drama in my life. So I went into that journey of self-development and it was self-healing. I had to go to the very bottom of what caused me not liking myself and hating myself and what caused my illness. And it was lack of self-love. It was something that happened to me when I was a kid and I just made it mean something, you know, but uh, through that experience, I I started to really look into what inspires people, what helps people to get motivated, um, why we are here. I always loved having meaningful conversations with people. I didn't like shallow conversations. I didn't like gossip. You know, I I w- was very wise person always. I always wanted to talk about life, the meaning of life, what's important in life. And I was uh, a bit different from other kids uh, <laughs> around the block. And that's why I went abroad because I didn't feel that I was like others. I felt different. And um, And when I moved to Ireland, I met incredible people who helped me on that journey of self-discovery and healing. And at some point, I understood that I don't need more healing or fixing, that I actually became a person who is the light in the tunnel for others. And I'm the one who is going to heal others and help them discover themselves and connect them with their why. Totally agree. And I tell you why, because when you experience something in life, that experience is the wisdom that you will be sharing to fix other people. I lived abroad for God, God knows, 12 years I lived abroad and then Mm -hmm. I worked abroad in the UK for another eight years. Um, I've traveled all over the world. But the one thing that when everybody leaves their own country, they can reinvent themselves for who they want to be without judgment because it's like a clean slate. Mm -hmm. I can be who I want to be. And then I was like that. And then when I came back to this country, I was back to the person I was before I left. Mm -hmm. And them in itself can have those difficulties. And it's about everyone has issues you know everyone has some sort of problem within them that is created from when they were a child or a teenager or in the mid-20s and you can go through life fighting that Mm -hmm. and never really understanding what it is and some people have tried to do it but it's been so uncomfortable they've actually backed off and don't want to don't want to go there And I think it's that self-sabotage loop that people have that if they actually break it, they will come authentic. Yeah, I agree. And what I've understood is it's not easy and it's not comfortable to go there. Like I 
I had to deal with my issues because like I I I was suicidal basically and I was in a deep depression. So either I would end my life or deal with the uh, the situation and deal with my challenges and go deep. And it was very uncomfortable. I didn't like what I saw, I didn't like what I felt, but I had to go through that period. And uh, and I, I I believe some people are um they don't want to go there. They don't they are not willing to deal with their crap, but it's it's because of fear. And I understand that. I'm not judging anyone here. Uh, but I think what's happening around the world right now and happened during the COVID and uh now situation with Ukraine, we are forced to look inside. Um, because things are coming up on the surface and we need to deal with them. So this is the positive aspect of what's going on. Yeah, because you can also have toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. Okay? And everything is wonderful and great. And like I've gone through my own journey. I'm in my 50s now and I started this journey in my 30s, uh, 20s to 30s. You know, I was self-absorbed, workaholic, you know, didn't believe in anything, just believed in money. Um, then Torties, you know, went on a different path. And, you know, the one thing that I've that I've learned as we get older is you sort of question stuff and you sort of look more within because mm. you're, it's like you're always, what's the meaning of life? And maybe the meaning of life is just to live. But what's happened to me over the last couple of years, do you ever, this is really, I've never been so more clear in the last couple of months than I've ever been in my life. Do you mm. ever eat a, a, a piece of mint chocolate and you get that refreshment feeling in your head when you eat it? That's the way I feel at the moment. And the clarity that's coming through, it's like I'm sucking on a piece of a mint chocolate and the freshness. Now, it's because of this that I'm having this newfound feeling, love for everything in life. But there's a little guy on my shoulder going, this is not going to last. This is not going to last. But I know because of the work that I've done, he doesn't matter anymore. And how we feel and what we think about situation is our choice. We think we have no choice, but really every minute of our life we are choosing. Either we do it deliberately or and consciously or unconsciously and uh, undeliberately, we are creating our reality all the time. And I think I got my biggest power when I understood that I'm choosing, that I chose to be a victim for so many years. And when I acknowledge that, it gave me power to choose different thoughts and action and feelings and actions that created a different reality for me. Okay. So let's look at the work and let's look at the people that, that you're helping. Okay. And we know that you um, would use a lot of, or correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of the Bob Proctor um, idea, not you know, techniques or system which he then mm -hmm. he would have developed himself from 
think and grow rich. Okay. So it's a lot of that affirming, um, a lot of, you know, creating those mantras and believing in yourself as well. And the original question I asked you is why? And I think the why has to follow all the information that you're teaching. Because I could write out mantras all day and I could chant everything and run around my back garden with a, in, with, you know, with a rosary bush on my head and still not achieve what I wanted to achieve. So it's not the mantras. I think there's something more. It's that why people do what they need to do to get things done. Am I explaining myself correctly? Many people say affirmations don't work. They don't if we speak them with no emotions and we don't we don't emotionalize it and we are not being it. So if we say affirmations twice a day and then during the day we are behaving differently and thinking our old thought patterns that are um not accord like in uh, exactly the same as the affirmations we we were talking then we are not going to create anything new in life you call it the paradigm shift we, yeah it's a paradigm shift so it happens when really you start to believe the sentences and you act as as that person do you know Tony Robbins, when he was teaching people to break this paradigm shift, he'd slap them in the head or he'd throw water on them. You know these stories, but you can't go around slapping everybody in the head and you can't go around throwing water on everyone to shock them into the belief. Okay, so I'll explain it here because it's very important. So there are two ways people can change. It's One is emotional impact. When something happens to, to us, it's usually highly emotional. And it's usually uh, very negative. But the second way of changing uh, our par paradigms programming, so belief system, is by constant space repetition. But it had to, has to be repeated loads of times. And it has to be repeated with emotions. Uh, Tony Robbins calls, uh, calls it incarnations. So basically, you walk and speak like that person, you act like that person, you, you just invoke all the emotions. And the more you use incarnations, then um, you it goes, it sinks into your subconscious mind and you start believing it. Uh, of course, when there are very big traumas and people have very negative paradigms from coming from their childhood, sometimes people need therapy to deal with them first and they need to go through forgiveness uh, and accepting what happened and through self-love uh, exercises but in general um, the more re you repeat the more it sinks in into subconscious and then you become that person yeah and you one of the things you said there are different things and people need to get therapy or they need to go and, and try different things like for me over the years, you know, I try different things and, you know, I've read multiple books. I've done multiple courses. I've done everything that was, I believed was going to help me with the demons that were sitting on my shoulder, those negative self-doubt thoughts. All of them probably did help, but they weren't the final blow, the, the, mm -hmm. the nail that, 
has made me achieve of who I am today. Yeah. But the one thing that's happened for me was the size of a pin drop. And that one thing changed my whole perspective on life moving forward. Really mm-hmm. blown my mind out that it was the one thing, like some people, it's their children or something, but there's their family or one thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it was for me? I really realize I'm retiring. Oh, yeah. 12 years. And I kind of went, holy cow. I have worked all my life and everything up to now. And now I know I'm not going to retire in 12 years, but I know that's that end game. And I kind of went, I only have 12 years to leave my legacy. Yeah, exactly. So when I speak to people who are your age, the biggest why they have is legacy. You're a bit older than me. (laughs) (laughs) But this is legacy that they want. To leave behind but it's not even a legacy it's a just it, it's more of a like on holy sugar do you know you can go oh in time we'll have this or i want that yeah. or i do yeah. this and it's far away because you've so long but when you're getting close to the end yeah you're going wow wow yeah yeah because we think we have a lot of time but really we don't no no we 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 don't i think and also good point you said that the last two years was a blip. Mm. They yeah. have gone so fast, which yeah. also was a trigger to me to go, the next 14 is going to fly in. Yeah. So if you look at that and you are running a course or you're speaking to people and you have a room full of all walks of life, I'm sure, business people, um, you know, people who are career orientated, family members of all different ages. What's the one thing, if you were to sum it all up, what's the one thing that all these people fear? What's they fear? Hmm. I want. What they want is fulfillment. And it means something different to everyone. Because when I speak to people about their goals and their whys, it's different. But it go like the summarizing is it, it ends up as one word: fulfillment. They don't want to work and do something they don't like. They don't want work, want to live just paying bills and taxes. They want something bigger. Um and I think more, more and more people are experiencing that they want more. Is it desire? I think so. Desire for more. Because this is, we are human beings. That's how we were created. For constant expansion. We always want more. But not in materialistic terms. But in terms of our expansion. Is that tempt, you know, it's, it's what do you, what do you need and what do you want? Exactly. So what what we ask people, so what we ask people is what do you really want? Because we can show them how to get it, but they, 
have to first get connected with the, what they want and to get uh, to what they want and why they want it. So you said there you showed them how to get it. Okay. Yeah. But we can't get everything that we want. You know, I'll know I'll never be a famous football player or I'll never know I'll walk on the moon. So their wants must be, have to be. But do you want it? But do you want it, Joe? So when I speak to people, their intuition leads them to their biggest wants. Because I, I ask them, what do you want right now? And they usually say, I want to create a successful business. Or um, I want to buy a house in Spain with the sea view. Um, I want to have amazing partner, loving partner that I can retire with. So like, as I said, it's everyone is different. I, everyone has different goals. Sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. It also then, you know, action and reaction has to come into place as well. So, you know, I remember reading the book Law of Attraction. Mm-hmm. Or not Law of Attraction. That was, um, I read that as well. The Secret. Um, the Secret. Yeah. I'm reading it and going, oh, wow, this is it. And, and the book that probably conned so many people. So I went out and went, oh, if you spend money, you money comes back. And I went out and spent money and spent money until no money was coming back. And I yeah. kind of went, mm, hang on, this doesn't work. So, you know, it's reading stuff and believing stuff or I want a house in Spain or I want a new car. There has to be, you can't just sit there. Like I think some people believe you can just sit there, say the affiliate, say the, the mantras, and then just meditate and hopefully that someone knocks on your door. Yeah. Yeah. You need to also uh, take actions. Get off your ass. Yeah. But what we are talking about is an inspired action. So uh, when you uh, get connected with your goal and with your why, you are going to take actions that are very uncomfortable for you to take in order to get there. Okay, and I want to say a few words about the secret. Secret actually, of course, it doesn't explain the whole law of attraction because the primary law is not law of attraction, it's a law of vibration. So we attract what we in vibrational alignment to. But law of attraction um, and and then the secret opened up minds of many people to something bigger and they start they started to search like yourself and myself because one of the first books was the secret for me of course it didn't uh, teach me how to manifest properly because it was only scratching the surface so it wasn't really explaining how it truly works but i started to look for the answers and i started to see that um there are things that i can create by changing my thinking you know what i mean so 100% So Mm -hmm. say, let's look at how your life has changed using your philosophy, right? You wanted something. You then had to make that effort to get it. 
what was the effort that you needed to do? Was it pick up, make calls? Was it, you know, more communication? What, what, what was it that, you know, because I know, I know sometimes when you want something or need something and you plan for it, it doesn't come to you exactly how you want it. I've had stuff that which has slapped me in the face, side-blinded yeah. me, which I was looking for, but it came in such a way I wasn't expecting it. You think that it's a simple question, but it's a very complicated question and it's very, very difficult to answer. Basically, what you need to do is to make your, your mind believe that it's already with you, what you want. And uh, we do it by constant space repetition. So we, by repeating uh, that goal over and over again. And what happens with you then, when you make your mind believe that it's already with you, you start to become a vibrational match to it because your vibration changes. And you will start to take different actions and actions will create different results. Many people think that um, strategy is the most important uh, in their business. I think is the least important thing. Because if you have a very strong belief system and if you are certain of your success and you, you won't sabotage the strategy, but if you have very limiting beliefs about yourself, you will sabotage every strategy that is given to you. I I would agree because as as a business coach, the first thing that I work on with people is their mindset and their yeah. clarity. Yeah. And once you have that, you build strategy. That yeah. if you go straight into strategy, it will fail. Yeah. You want you will just not use the strategy successfully. And if you have the mindset for it, you one strategy is enough for you to be successful. Have you completed many of your goals or intentions in life? Yeah, many. Some unintentionally. I wasn't aware that I was creating it. But um, in 2010, I lost my job in Ireland and I couldn't find a new one. And uh, I... I almost came back to Poland because like I could, I had no money to live for and at least not enough to survive. And I was at that breaking point and I started to use visualization and my um, imagination to manifest a dream job. And uh, I manifested my job in the embassy of Poland and I remember that when I was writing a description of a job I wanted uh, was that I wanted to uh, meet incredible people, influential people. And I was hired um, by the embassy. And then I moved up the career ladder within that structure and I became a culture attache. And I was meeting presidents. I was invited to the television. I was on Nationwide. I had an incredible life. It's just something I've never thought even of having. 
And I just uh, set a simple intention that I want to meet influential people and work in an incredible working environment. So that was uh, not intentional. I wasn't aware of what I was doing, but I've created that. But when I started to study Bob Proctor's programs and I understood how to really think into the results that I wanted and how to create my reality, I manifested my husband. I manifested uh, my dream home, house, my home. I manifested my baby. Um, uh, and with my uh, eating disorder past, many people said that I might not be able to have babies and I manifested a baby. I uh, multiplied my income. I was moving up the career ladder. And last year I decided to work for myself and have my own business. So. I've manifested so many things and uh, on, and I inc uh, manifested incredible wedding abroad in Poland for over 100 guests. Uh, it was at the lake and uh, it was raining all the week uh, in Poland and I manifested incredible weather. I, I'm just a perfect manifestator now. I know how to manifest. We are manifesting everything, every day, oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. However, you're helping people to be laser focused in their thoughts and their emotions and feelings. The rest of the world is bouncing around, yeah, creating everything, yeah, in fear, yeah. So, what I understood, what I've learned, which is very powerful, is that I'm in control of my thinking. So when I see that my results are not the way I want them, I look inside and I ask myself, okay, so what am I thinking right now that is causing that emotion and these results? Okay, so I gave, go back inside and I think at the way I'm thinking. And I can see some of my thoughts coming up on the surface, the, especially the ones that are not serving me. So when I pick the negative thought, I change it. I ask myself, okay, so now what do I want to believe in? If this thought is not serving me because it's causing my pain and fear, what other thought I can choose that will direct my thinking uh, towards a different direction? You know what I mean? In a positive way. So what I not what I think is happening right now in Ukraine, for example, and how we can respond to that, how we can deal with that, is we all can choose the way we think about that situation. We can watch the media, we can get into the whole drama, get pissed off with Putin and what he's doing and get angry. And that's not going to lead us anywhere. Or we can choose peace and we can choose to be the light in that situation. And we can choose to focus on helping, for example. Not instead of asking, why is that happening to me or to the world? Let's ask, how can I help in this situation? And I think what I believe in, and obviously listeners don't have to agree with that, but what, what I believe in is that conscious, uh, collectively, we are creating as well. So if every single person focuses on the light and on what they want to create, and we want peace, they will create a collective momentum towards peace. 
And I think what's been happening for the past two years was we were in fear because of COVID. So we've been in fear for, for a long time. And that fear is creating more things to be fearful about and more drama in the world. So the, our, our biggest weapon now, it's not the weapon really, is to become peaceful inside. Yes, I, I, I would also say that going back to COVID, COVID came to is because everybody was sick and fed up of the world and everybody wanted to change and everybody yeah. wanted to know that the systems were broken. And hopefully, maybe COVID might have shown us that what what is. And everybody, it's wonderful going, everybody should focus on peace and, and you know, that big antenna that's sticking out of the head and it's picking up the vibration. Realistically, it probably won't happen because the majority of people don't know what they want. And also... Yeah with people they are focused their attention is focused outwards then inwards yeah. yeah so everybody is tuned into the exterior media papers gossip all the stuff that's feeding their thoughts so it's like i don't we we don't watch mainstream tv we don't have it in the house we got rid of yeah. it 10 i don't know 2008 and the reason because i realized all it was doing was implanting the feeding fear yes then was creating our reality exactly so the world is designed to be pumping all fear feeding negativity to everybody so yeah. no one's really going inwards they're all just looking outwards yeah and the only way people can look inwards is by helping going to a coach like yourself, but turning their back on all the external stuff and say, I'm going to focus internally. Yeah. And see where that brings me. Yeah. Inside out. So we really think we have no control, but we do have a massive control over what we think and how we react. And I always say to people, do you want to look at what you are creating really and look are you feeling okay when you watch all the news and drama and you feel negative and you cry no so change it just just tell yourself no i'm not going to watch the the drama the news uh i'm not going to check facebook every 5 minutes and all the comments and of course i think we should get informed, you know, we should know what's happening. We cannot be ignorant to what's happening, but I'm, I'm personally very sensitive and empathetic. And my husband tells me the most important news. I don't watch the news because I get very upset and then I'm not able to help people. You can find out what's going on in the world. If you walk from your kitchen into your loo. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> But I try not to get involved with that because really, I protect myself. I know that I'm a better person. I'm a better coach to others when I'm uh, in a high vibration and I really protect it. I used to think it was finding a high vibration, but I don't think it is anymore. What I do believe now, it's finding your own vibration. 
Mm, I don't know how to relate it to because every emotion has a vibrational match to it. Yes, you know. If you look at yourself as a spiritual human being, what is that vibration? It's a vibration of what you have and how you experience life in a positive way. And yeah, it's a vibration of vibration of love, gratitude, and acceptance. There's. I want to touch on one thing. Gratitude. I never really understood what gratitude was. I would say it and I go this, but I didn't have an, an emotional attachment. Mm -hmm. And in the work that I've done personally myself, I now know what gratitude is and it wells me up with so much wonder and joy. And up to years ago, I would say it or I would do, you know, ah, say what it would be and but I never actually really felt it. Mm. And I think gratitude is one of the most powerful modules, keys, elements, whatever it may be in life's journey for us to have an expression of our own purpose. I agree. And um I, when I practice gratitude, I go into um, why I am grateful for something. I don't only say I'm, I'm grateful for my home, but I say why I'm grateful for my home or why I'm grateful for my daughter. And it gets me to the feeling of it. And I don't do it as a task, you know, as a to-do list. I need to write my gratitude. I prefer to go into three, three gratitude uh, topics, you know, and go really deep into it and feel it instead of writing pen like a to -do, like a shopping list. And um, um, regarding uh, what's happening right now in the world, uh, Bob Proctor taught us one tool, very powerful tool that you need to first accept what's happening. Then you harness the good. So you are being grateful for what you have right now. So we are still free. We are healthy. Um, uh, our families are, are healthy. Safe. We are enough. Yeah. And then you forgive and you forget. So we need to forgive what's happening and we need to forgive Putin for what he's doing because he is not aware of what he's doing really. And um, keeping to resentment is like trying to give some drinking a poison and uh, thinking that somebody will die from it. Um, so we need to forgive and forget. And I'm not saying forget as being ignorant, but just to redirect the thinking into something that is giving us more power. And I think it's an extremely powerful tool. He basically, uh, he was Bob was teaching us that um, when he was saying how to deal with tragedies that we think we have no control over. The man passed away. Mm. Shocked the world. And it'll be interesting from a business point of view where that whole space, because... Yeah. Bob was marketing himself. Yeah. Marketing yeah, yeah. All the business. And 
you know we know that it was a big it was bigger than him but the brand was bob um so it'll be interesting to see who takes you know where that goes from a business point yeah of view. but from a philosophy point of view you know the, the man was amazing um and as and his teachings like so many others as well has helped so many people yeah what would be the advice the one tip that you'd like to share with the audience if someone is stuck for them to be unstuck to make a decision because by making a decision that they want to get unstuck their intuition is going to lead them to solutions but if they so instead of saying because people uh, keep reinforcing some uh, beliefs they keep saying i'm stuck i'm stuck i'm stuck so when they keep on saying that there's no way of them getting unstuck they need to get make a decision i'm now choosing to get unstuck i'm now choosing to find a way and the solution to that issue or challenge so I invite them to just make a decision and start choosing different thoughts and what they say. Because we are really deliberate and undeliberately creating all the time. And uh, when it's difficult for somebody, uh, for example, when I was trying to heal my back and, and I was in pain, it was, I found it very challenging to say to myself, I'm healthy because I could feel extreme pain, I couldn't walk. So I created a bridge. So that, that's what I invite people to do, to create a bridge. I, I started to say to myself, every day my back gets better. Every day I'm feeling a bit better. So I, I kept stepping. I was taking small steps to that feeling of being healthy. Because I couldn't, I just, if somebody is in a deep depression and very negative state of mind, they won't be able to go into massive joy and gratitude and love immediately. They need to start stepping and creating bridges and start choosing better feeling thoughts. But I've also realized that there's some people love the lie that they live. So they love the negativity. They love yeah. pain. And, you know, even to go, I, I want to get out of it. They love the lie and they'll never get out of it because they're happy in it subconsciously. And yeah. They're the ones, you, you know, some people you can't help. No, no. Yeah. I agree. And previously when I was speaking to people, I wanted to help them at all costs. So some people weren't ready. They didn't want it really. All they wanted they, was sharing with me their dramas, but they didn't want to change. And before I was trying to drag them, you know, to help them, but it was at the massive cost of me. Like I was devastated physically and emotionally, but I was tired. Now I'm not dragging people. I talk. I work with people who are ready, who are making a committed decision to themselves and to bring in change into their lives. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. It's those. You know, the path will be opened. Will if you're willing to walk it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gabby, if someone wants to reach out uh, for you to, you know, do some coaching with yourself or go to one of the events that you have, where can people reach out? Where can people get in touch? Via Facebook and LinkedIn. It's Gabriela Tomkel. Uh, so Gabriela uh, slash T-O-M-K-I-E-L. And we will mm-hmm. put a link up on, on social media with, with this as well. That if people want to check on the social media page, they can connect with you as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. And all we share is um, empowering information and really keeping people inspired. Keep them going. Keep yeah. them going. Gabriella, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so Zeta much. FM. And um, we, will, we will check back in with you in a year or so. Thank you. Bye.